Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Tuesday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Harris here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. Well, it was a rough day for our markets across the board here today. Not what you want to see, but we saw a lot of bright spots out there as well, folks, namely from earnings. So let's get started there because some of today's action might have been thanks to earnings in the wrong way here as yesterday we got First Republic Bank's earnings. Now you've probably heard that name a lot over the last few weeks, right? Between Silicon Valley Bank and this one, you know, some of the biggest banks blown up since the financial crisis of 2008. So yeah, it's a big deal. A lot of people looking at it here and their earnings weren't quite as bad as you might expect, but what really concerned investors were how many depositors had left the bank. So the stock down, it was actually up yesterday during trading, up 12% yesterday. Then started to get hit after hours, and today it, the hurt was on. The stock ended up finishing off on the day over 49%. It didn't help, too, that a report came out that the company may sell off up to $100 billion in assets. So I wanted to get started with the bad news out of the way there. You know, we don't think that, we think that really, we've talked about this for a long time with our financial engineering theme from The Big Bribe, our latest book. Uh, We don't think that the Fed or the Treasury for that matter will let this bank go under, at least, you know, not before it's consolidated and it's not the kind of financial crisis type of event that people think that it is here. And some of the, the proof of that is, the strength we're seeing in other areas of the economy. And so on that note, let's take a look at what we've seen so far from Q1 earnings. We have the big tech names out after the close today. I'll cover that here in a minute. But as of this morning, 125 companies in the S&P 500, so 25% roughly of the S&P have now released results. Based off the what you're hearing, In the financial mainstream media, a lot of places, you would think that these numbers have been terrible. But instead, of that 25%, 78% have topped on earnings per share estimates. 68% have exceeded sales estimates as well, showing 7.02% growth over Q1 from last year. So overall, that is a strong start to the earnings season and much, much better than anticipated and that train kept rolling today before the open we had spotify which actually hit a 52 week high during trading today let's see where it finished if it was up almost 10 percent earlier in the day finished at 5.14 you know big year-over-year revenue growth monthly active users rising so not kind of the tech recession that everybody was looking for here at least not from that reading we also had halliburton before the open today uh, which also, you know, beat across the board here uh, from Q1 of last year. The stock was down pretty big today, three and a half percent. And I really bring this one up uh, because I just saw this um, earlier today. I think it might have come out yesterday. And this is, these are allegations. I don't know. I haven't seen the proof out there yet, but. Check this out. Allegedly, Exxon, Halliburton, and Chevron have been holding secret talks with the Ukrainian state energy officials 
about opening up Ukraine to oil and gas fields. Does that sound familiar at all? Is that maybe a reason why we're really sending so much money to Ukraine? I'll let you decide that one. But I'll, you know, not to mention here, I would not be surprised if you have companies like John Deere, Caterpillar, other industrial names. They're just already, I would not be surprised here. They're already there putting in bids to talk about rebuilding Ukraine after whatever this conflict is, war, whatever they're calling it today. But that's the way that these people think. It's evil, but as an investor, rebuilding does mean economic growth. So, again, I'll let you decide what we're really doing over there in Ukraine. But that, uh, you know, it's reminiscent of other recent conflicts here that the U.S. has been a part of. I'll say that. Back to the markets here. After the close today, this is where things really got good. It was the start of really the big tech earnings names that everyone's been waiting for here. And today, I'll say they did not disappoint. Alphabet crushed earnings estimates, operating income coming in at $17.24 billion versus estimates of $16.19 billion. So over a billion dollar beat there, beating on earnings per share as well. It's interesting too because there was a lot of negativity about Google today saying that they've missed the AI boat. Microsoft's way ahead of them, all OpenAI, all these other ones, way ahead. Google's going to lose. AI's going to take over search, everything. Well, I guess it's not the case for this quarter just yet. The Google is now up over 4% in after hours trading. Microsoft also beat across the board here. Revenue coming in better than expected. Earnings per share coming in better than expected. Also, let's get a final refresh. Last I saw, up 4% in after hours trading. It's always worth a refresh on this one. Four and a half percent for Microsoft now. And how about Google? 3.25%. So it's come back down just a little bit there for Google. Visa, another one. Uh, not tech, but did beat on earnings per share and revenue. I guess you could call Visa tech, but uh, you know, not really thought of as one of the big tech names. Uh, but Visa up 2% almost in after hours trading. Uh, and overall, just another good day for earnings. Sorry, last one here. Texas Instruments beat on earnings per share and revenue. Not by a lot, though. The stock is now down slightly. Of course, it's not the, the news that matters. It's the market's reaction to that news. So we'd like to see Texas Instruments. Oh, they are up now. Just got to refresh. Up two-tenths of 1% here uh, in after my, my after-hours screen. So not bad. We certainly needed some work from the semis here. I'll... Uh, cover that here in a second but overall again good day for earnings and let's see if it'll be enough to get our market to rally into tomorrow today that was not the case investors must have been anticipating a rough earnings today uh, because we finished lower across the board and I will point out not what you want to see here but we did finish either at or near the lows of the session today fortunately one day does not make a new pattern because going into this week, we've seen a series of you know decent opens followed by a midday lull. And at the very least, we've gotten a rally into the close to finish off the lows of the day if we didn't get back to the highs of the day. So again, fortunately, one day doesn't make a pattern, but we don't want to see finishing at the lows of the day continue here. Uh, excuse me. 
So looking at our major indexes, the Dow Jones down just over 1% to 33,530. We were followed there by the S&P 500 down just over 1.5% to 4,071. Next up, the NASDAQ down almost 2% on the day today uh, to 11,799. And I want to pause there for a second because you know it could be so easy to get bearish here. But you have to remember it has been a phenomenal year so far for tech in general, for our major indexes. For example, the NASDAQ 100 going into today was up some 19% to start the year. That's, that's just to start the year. And we lost on the, on the NASDAQ 100 1.8%, so still call it 17% through the first four months of the year or so. Folks, that would be... A, a, so four months into the year, so annualized, that'd be over 50% gains, right? We can't forget where we came from so far this year. That's an incredible number there. And the semis are the same way as well. The semis were down big today, 3.17%, but the semis are up 23% on the year. So if you annual, you know, you're looking at 20% now annualized, 60% gains, that'd be astounding. So, you know, you can't forget where we came from. Um, <clears throat> overall, you know, you know our view, the dips must be bought. Uh, you know, a little patience in buying never hurts, but you don't want to miss the next big move higher either. Uh, so finally there, small caps down 2.4% on the day to 1,745. Looking at our internals on the day today, and I'll, I'll pause there before we get to the internals as well. Uh, we want to see some of our favorite indicators start to improve before we go aggressively long here again, or before we get really load the boat type of environment. Um, so we'll be talking about that more here. And the, the internals just weren't there today. Uh, so that's, that's why I bring that up before I get into the internals. Declining stocks, beating out advancing stocks, over 5 to 1 negative on the NYSE, over 3 to 1 negative NASDAQ. 52-week highs and lows, these have been coming in negative for the NASDAQ, but they've been slightly better for the NYSE until as of late. Combined here today, 6 to 1 negative with more 52-week lows than highs. Then lastly, volume negative as well, right at 68% or sorry, 86% downside volume for the NYSE. A little bit better, but not much for the NASDAQ. So we want to see those begin to improve. But we've continued to see negative sentiment across the board. Uh, just today, we saw Barron's, their big money poll online, that 130 managers were polled there. Only 6% of their clients were bullish. Last week, we talked about this as well. Bank of America Global Fund Managers showed that money managers are the most bearish on stocks relative to bonds since 2009 as well. We look at those as contrarian indicators, and again, another reason why we want to be buying dips here. All right, so next up, looking at our sectors on the day-to-day, -day, all 11 sectors finished lower. Utilities led the way, if you want to call them that, down just, just less than one-tenth of one percent. I'll also point out that the 10-year down 3.3% after gapping down big today. I mean, yesterday, we closed at... A 3.5 yesterday. Today we're at a 3.39. That's that's a big one day loss there. 
for the 10 year now getting closer again here to its recent lows the recent low from the month is a 3.25 so those are the lows uh that will you know you know our view we see yields going lower so we'll, we'd like to see those lows get taken out as well all right so after utilities consumer staples and real estate and then our laggards on the day were materials technology and consumer discretionary finally here for today our vra commodity watch got a little green on the screen here gold now up four tenths of one percent to 2007 so able to get back above two thousand dollars an ounce good to see silver down one percent to twenty five dollars and twenty five cents an ounce copper down two and a half percent to three dollars and eighty six cents and lastly oil down just over two percent as well to seventy seven dollars and ten cents a barrel one other green spot on the day Bitcoin now up 2%, got back above 28,000 here today. Uh, dipped below it, you know, fairly recently. Get a final chart here. Yeah, you know, dipped below it fairly recently, was able to get above that $30,000 mark recently. But it's, it, again, from the October lows, has come a long way as well, even more than the semis, than tech. I believe Bitcoin at its peak was up some 90%. From the lows from October. So even with the recent losses, still massive gains for the last six months or so. Uh, Bitcoin now at $28,033 of Bitcoin. Folks, that's all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top and we'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.